Hi, welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. It's a teen drama fan cast. No, today it's a teen drama hot day. It's very hot. Guys, it's so hot. It is hot. so hot. You don't even know. Now, maybe in the grand scheme of things, where you're living, you're, it's not hot. It's not hot. But like where we are, and maybe when we say it's hot, we say it's like 32 degrees Celsius. Yeah, like 32, 33. And the thing you guys need to understand is... For some reason, my house thermostat is in Fahrenheit, and I can't make it not be in Fahrenheit. So it's just a button you can press? No. I don't know how to use the thermostat, which is why the government of Alberta is going to help me out by giving me a programmable thermostat. Good. Anyway, typically my house is like 72 degrees. That's like the typical temperature. That's a good temperature. I don't know what that is. Yeah. I mean, I like to keep my house like 64, but like typically yeah. 72, because yep. I, I don't have AC. It's like 83 all the time. And I know 83 is not that hot because there's a musical called 100 Degrees in the Shade. But like, guys, it's 83 degrees in my house. Yeah, no, I also don't know what that means because we live in Canada. And, and we in Canada, we use Celsius. Celsius. I do have the thermostat behind me, though. What does that say, Kevin? It's 29.9. That's real hot. That's real hot. That's very hot for being That's inside very the house. hot. We're inside. We're, we're at that sort of heat where you're like, I wonder if it's cooler outside. No, it's warmer outside. Then you walk back inside and you're like, it's still warmer inside. How is it both warmer outside and warmer inside? But sometimes you get to stand in like a shade and a breeze comes and you're just like, oh, this is like 25 degrees and this is the best moment of my life. Yeah, and Calgary's all, always humid, so it's like a sticky heat. This is, It's not yeah. great, and we had to put out paving stone today. <laughs> it was a it was a big, sticky, hot day. I, I did yoga today, and it was so hot, guys. It was so hot that my yoga could not be on the rooftop. <laughs> well, you couldn't do hot yoga. Normally, we do yoga on the rooftop, and they were like, nay, nay, it's too hot. Now, every you guys yo- will die. Every yoga you do is hot yoga now. All the yoga is hot yoga. All the bar is hot bar. All the workout, hot workout. It was so hot here that when I was watching the OC, I'm like, ah, it looks cool and refreshing. They have a pool. I mean, they do also live by the sea where they get all that sea breeze coming yes. in. So. And, like, and, we're, and we're landlocked here. We're so landlocked. There's a lake that our parents have access to that's a man-made lake. <laughs> And we don't know how to get access to the lake. No. Nah. But I want it. You want to get into the lake. I want to get into that lake, guys. Uh, all right. Let's uh, let's stop talking about the heat and start talking about the OC. Which is also hot, hot, hot. Because it's uh, episode nine, The Heights. The Heights. Now, let's make this clear, Aaron. Yeah. I don't know what this title's referring to. It's referring to the Ferris wheel. Oh, I guess it's referring to the fear of heights that yes. we learned that Ryan has. <laughs> yes. It's weird, it's weird that it, I think it's because they had to go with the trend of the. <laughs> and they were like, oh, God, what will this episode be? We could, the high school? We can't just call heights because they all have to have the. I guess the heights. But the heights is like a place. <laughs> yeah. It's like in New York, and this place takes place and... in California. I love places that have heights. Like, heights is what you call a... I'm sure there's the heights here in Calgary. We have a few roads that are heights. Yeah. 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 Um, I will say, so the opening of this TV show always now makes me think of the opening of Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Not the opening, but like when um, uh, Titus and Drama... Don? Yeah, Tyson Dromadon. Yeah, makes the... Uh, have you seen the new season? Yeah. Okay, so he makes a song that is, like, so offensive to him. And it's about boobs in California. Yeah, boobs in California. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I can't not think about that during every opening scene of the OC now. Oh, you mean when they do the this, this sweeping shots of uh, California? Yeah, I just think about boobs in California. It's, uh... Well, I mean, this one especially, considering how it starts with some seals on a rock. <laughs> boobs in California, guys. And I'm like, there's seals in California? There's everything in California. I didn't real. I honestly didn't realize there was. I know that. I guess because only the seals I think of are Arctic seals because that's what it's you true. know you get up here. But they're not here because we're in Alberta. <laughs> in Alberta, but if you went to like <laughs> northern BC, seals. Does he, no seals head down to like um Van, like Vancouver Island? Yeah, yeah there's seals on Vancouver Island. I guess that's mid BC because Vancouver Island's a little bit higher. But like there's BC? an island in BC. Yeah, it's it's big. Called Vancouver Island. Bigger than some states. Vancouver is not on Vancouver Island, Victoria's though. Victoria's on Vancouver Island. It's yeah. the capital of BC. Not for, not Vancouver. Not Vancouver, despite the fact that there's an island named after Vancouver. Vancouver is a person. <laughs> Great. 
Um, yeah, screw it. Our our um our roommate, my roommate, just offered us an ice cream sandwich, and I said yes. And then I realized we're doing a podcast. No, after the podcast. No, we're gonna have that ice cream sandwich. We'll right. talk about it. All right. Uh, um, okay, so let's go. Let's actually talk with the. We're, thus far, it, we've we're, only we're, talked we're, about seals, heat, and seals. We're going to be loopy today. Hey, it's the first day of school again. Seth's brand is also beverages. Seth has Seth has a coffee. His mom pours him an orange juice. Then he has a subsequent orange juice. Yeah. His brand, it's beverages. We just want a, we just want a bunch of orange juice. He just wants to be hydrated. He wants to be hydrated. But also awake. Yeah. But I, you just rolled right over the fact. We just got our ice cream sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> so good. Just rolled right over the fact that um, we're going to eat these ice cream sandwiches as we're doing it. <laughs> hey, everybody who's listening right now, grab yourself an ice cream sandwich because it's ice cream sandwich time. Enjoy us. It's hot out. When you're listening to this, this may be like eight months in the future. It may be snow. <laughs> it may be February. Grab yourself an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> just enjoy it. Because now you get the fun part of uh, a podcast, which is us eating. At least an ice cream sandwich is quiet, my friends. Yep. This is not like the time I deemed we should eat Oreos on microphone, which is done on this podcast. Go check out Downtime Productions if you want to see us try to eat Oreos and not make noise. Okay, so it's the first day of school again. It's the first day. This is the real first day of school. There's actual yes. classes. Yes. And Sandy comes in and he's super damp. He's... He- because he was surfing. Because he actually went surfing. He surfs every day, you guys. Yeah. No, he does. That's why he's damp all the time. But today, he finished his surfing early so he could see the boys off to their real first day of school. Yeah. Yeah. Not that, not that fake first day that was just orientation. Slash Ryan around. getting into the school. <laughs> yes. Yes. It was not that. It was not that. Um, so the gist of the scene is the parents are uncool and they harass Seth with their uncoolness. Which is like a thing the parents do. And then Ryan proceeds to be nervous about school and eat a raw bagel. And by raw, I mean it's untoasted. But Seth has a toasted bagel. No, Aaron. He eats raw dough. I mean, Ryan might do that. He he, he just eats wheat. He's he just pulls like, a stalk of wheat. I think they're called stalks. Right out of the yeah, ground. Yeah. And just chews into his mouth and makes it into dough. That's how Ryan does. That's how Ryan does it. He has like natural... Oh, no. Not going to finish that joke. That's gross. <laughs> Something about yeast? Yep. All right. Yep. Yeah. So um, they pour Seth some OJ and smash cut to Marissa pouring Summer some OJ. Now, this is important for you guys to know. Even though Marissa has moved into her dad's house, Summer still lives in Marissa's pool house. Basement. Basement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it's an apartment. But you know what? This apartment complex probably has a pool. Well, I mean, unfortunately, there is no basement, so she just leaves in the, lives in the crawl space. Underneath the floor. It's like my life growing up. I didn't grow up. When you, like... lived, when you lived in the crawl space <laughs> underneath the floor? No. Aaron. When I went to high school in BC, I dated a guy and we always hung out in his crawl space. And sometimes I really had to pee, but we had been locked out of his home. What? <laughs> yep. That sounds made up, but like. It does. It sounds like, it sounds like you should be murdered right now. <laughs> Remember that guy I dated in grade 12? Boy, we just like to hang out and hang out in his crawl space where he tells me about the sort of birds that he sees and how much he likes my skin. There was like... I don't see him much anymore. A couch. There was an air mattress. There was a TV. There was there was meat hooks. We listened to Nirvana a lot. Chains. Sometimes I had to pee, but we were locked out of his home. So then I had to drive home to my home. Nude paintings of himself. Crawl spaces. It's the life. That's why I identify with Summer so much. Yeah, because she lives in crawl space. She lives in crawl space. Um, Essentially, this is sort of just showing out, like, um, you know. First day of school stuff. Yeah, Jimmy's not a very good um, cook. He cook. cooks them French toast in the oven. And also, why would you cook any sort of toast in the oven? It's still toast. <laughs> it's called toast. Also, when it comes out, it just looks like toast. It's super burned. There is definitely no egg on that French toast. There's not. There's no egg. There's no cinnamon. Nope. There's there's nothing that would signify French toast. I think Jimmy just put toast in the or bread in the oven and was like hoping for the best. <laughs> he put Fred, he put bread in the oven and then he shouted French words at it. <laughs> Bonjour, s'il vous plaît. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what am I, I going to censor that? Because that is a curse word. 
Hey, how many French listeners do we have? <laughs> if we have any French listeners, I will censor that. If not, that's going uncensored. <laughs> I guess we have to be psychic. We can, we can, can we curse no. in other languages? I will tweet out tonight. Hey, guys, do we have any French listeners? And if no one responds, well, you'll know now because this episode's coming out in the future. <laughs> Great. Okay. So then we have another, like, someone's real hyped about the transitions this episode. Summer says, maybe this year will be different. And then it cuts to the uh, Cohen household where Sandy says, maybe this year will be different. And then no one in this household is concerned about the fact that jocks sometimes pee in Seth's shoes. Yeah, that was the thing that sort of slipped under the radar. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. And that seems like the type of bullying that would not fly at this fancy high school. Those kids would be sent to like cool military reform school. Yeah, that seems like a weird that seems like a really aggressive thing to do. Yeah. But then Seth tries to be like, it's a joke, it's a joke. It's not a joke, guys. I'm pretty sure it's not a joke. There is a dark underbelly of this show. Yeah, which is that Luke pees in people's shoes. Luke's got a lot of problems. Yes, he does. Um, credits. Yeah. Uh, oh, I just want to comment because oh. I actually watch the, I usually skip over them. Yeah. But I watched the credits today because I watched the first half of this episode twice. Yeah. Um, Rachel Bilson is not main cast. Nope. Nope. She's she is uh, still guest starring. starring. Despite the fact that she is in every single episode. She is in episodes more than Luke, who is, <laughs> who is main, main cast. cast. Which explains why Summer was so awful in the first couple episodes. Because I think at that point they didn't know. And they were like, no, no. We need more women. Even though, even though she is Seth's, like, main romantic interest since the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. I, We're, I don't I, know. Who knows? Who knows what goes on in the world of TV? Also back this episode, Samar Armstrong, otherwise known as Anna. Yes. Yes, Anna will come back in this episode. Soon. Uh, so they get to school. We get a little bit of school starting off thing. School stuff is happening. Can I just say, I, I know, yeah, bullying's. Seth kind of brings on himself at some point. He's kind of a dick. Like, well, so the jocks are walking past him. And as far as I can tell, they're just going to walk past him. Like, they're not going to interact with him no, until he walk. goes like, hey, guys, how's it going? Which. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I know. Which. I, okay. You have to watch the episode to understand that he is just. He's he not, is baiting them. He is baiting them. He is trying to make them do douchey things. Yeah. And it's like, oh, come on, like Seth. Seth. Seth, no, Seth. Normal people just talk to their friends. <laughs> now, Seth, I know you don't have any friends. <laughs> so he so he talks to his friends and antagonizes his enemies. But, like, remember during episode two when Marissa was like, Seth was like, oh, we've lived to each other forever. You've never talked to me. And Marissa was like, oh, no, you've never talked to me. You think you're too cool for us. <laughs> We well, are seeing this now. Well, it's like, that's why Seth is such a good um, a sidekick for the OC, is because uh, one of the sidekick's duties is to get in trouble and have the OC save him. Or have the superhero save him. And that will happen. That will happen in season six. Season, when, or the movie. Or the movie. You know, the OC movie. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Made by, well, let's face it, it's going to be made by DC. Absolutely. Not going to be good. Well, I mean... Depends it's when they'll amalgamate it. with Fox. It's coming. <laughs> All right. Okay. There's a bullying over there. Holly continues to be the worst. Freaking Holly. J- j- yeah, yeah, you know. Yep. And then we learn, one, Ryan and, Mar- Ryan and Marissa have the exact same hair and absolutely should not date because they are definitely twins. <laughs> and Secret two, twins. And I don't know if this is your two, but this is my two. Ryan really wants to skip school. Yes, two. Now Ryan is encouraging Marissa to do yeah. bad things. Mar- Marissa gives the slightest indication that she is not enjoying herself right now. And Ryan's like, maybe we should skip school. We could leave. Let's get in a car. We could leave. And then she's like, oh, no, I have to go and like plan this fancy carnival party of this episode. Yep. And she's like. But maybe I don't want to. And Ryan's like, no, you don't want to. Let's go. Give up all your worldly ties. Let's run away together. It's like he won the fight against Julie Cooper Evil Eyes. And now he's like, now I can lean into my true nature. Now he's high, Well, no, now he's high on confidence. <laughs> he is encouraging her to do bad things. Yep. Yep. And can we say, mention that like what comes up in this is that Summer describes Holly as well, because Luke appears. Yes, he does. Okay. As he does. Because... <laughs> in this episode, Luke 
just keeps appearing. Everywhere you look, Luke there's is there. Luke, just in the background. You open up a door. There's Luke. You look at your cupboards. There's Luke. Very few lines, but he's there. He's always there. Just looking. Always around. Just, just looking. Just want to pop his head in and be like, hey guys, how's it going? Don't forget about me, Luke. I'm a main character. I was only in last episode a little bit. <laughs> and I'll be in this one in weird amounts. <laughs> me, Chris Cormick. Um, maybe. Aaron doesn't know my actor's name. But Summer refers to Holly as one of Marissa's best friends. And I'm like, that doesn't seem like something that is canonical. But then it comes up again later. And then Marissa later says, one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Really? Holly is one we're supposed to assume was one of Marissa's best friends. I thought he was just the girl who had the party house. No, but I guess because she's the only named other character. She's one of Marissa's best friends. friends. Marissa never really seemed to like Holly all that much. She knew. She knew it was coming. Yeah. I Okay, I want to talk a little bit something that sort of like weirded me out with the scene. The geography mm-hmm. in this scene is insane. Mm-hmm. Because like it walks in and Seth... And Ryan are talking, then they meet up with with Summer and Marissa, mm-hmm. and then Marissa and Ryan walk off together. And then and Luke's then, there. And then Summer comes back in, and her mm-hmm. and Marissa keep going, then Ryan and Seth meet back up, but then, then Seth meets back up with Summer? Mm-hmm. Like, somehow people leave and enter this scene at seemingly, re- it's like they walked into some sort of fun house. The thing we have to remember is there is that weird walkway in this school. Yeah. That we see in the background in many shots. <laughs> We're just crossing over. So I'm pretty sure this school is Hogwarts. Well, I'm... Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely also Hogwarts. The hallways, they just move. Also, the scene has this weird thing where Ryan's like, Hey, Marissa, so we could, we could hang out after, like, um... After, your, after school, after sc- when you skip your meeting. Yeah, we'll, we'll hang out. Then, and then <laughs> Luke talks to Marissa. And 15, 15 seconds later, Ryan's like, yeah, but we're still cool, right? Are, are we still on for tonight? Literally 15 seconds have gone by, and Ryan's like, man, what if things have changed? You know what? <laughs> Ryan is becoming Luke in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what happened last episode when Luke was like, hey, Take the stairs. That was actually the OC taking over Luke's body. <laughs> They've switched bodies. He hasn't found his way back yet. So so right now, Luke and Ryan are body swapped. It will make... It might make, might make this entire episode make more sense than if you watch it straight. Okay. Okay. We got over to Sandy and Kirsten. Sandy has a new cologne. Yeah. They, they, they kind of like... I, the only way I could write this down was they flirt about Rachel. Yep. Because effectively, neither of them see Rachel as a problem. No, because yeah. Sandy doesn't think she's a girl. <laughs> well, he, he calls her attractive at one moment, and he's like, it was a joke, come on. I'm just saying you're more attractive. It, it's, edgy. It's, a, it's a cute scene, and then is interrupted by phones. All the phones, because they're grown-up responsible adults and should not be home at 9 a.m. Can you imagine on if, a weekday. Can you imagine if they had smartphones? It would be going off all the time. I know. The entire scene would be a symphony of beep. Beep, they would have been beep, at beep, work beep. before Seth and Ryan even left for the day. <laughs> like, I, this has got to be like 9.30 in the morning. Why are they still home? Well, I mean, I, I assume Kirsten can make her own schedule. I guess Sandy can too. <laughs> and Sandy doesn't care. All right. Explained. Uh, this is what I mean. Like, like, they... So we cut back and it's Seth and Summer talking. This is what I'm talking about the weird geography. Oh, yeah. But the fact they talked to each other. She left and now they're talking back again. But Marissa and Ryan are gone. I guess this has to be a few periods later. But the point of the scene is not that. The point of the scene is Anna's back. Anna's back for a little bit, I assume. For some hugging. Yeah. And Summer is instantly upset that Anna talks to Seth. Immediately. How dare Seth hug a different girl? Excuse me. I was insulting that man. I am the only one who may speak to this man who I insult. But Anna wants to fairy godmother Seth. She sure does. Yeah. Her number one quote is, girls like to be chased by guys who aren't that into them. Which, like, yeah. 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 Uh, Okay, we move. So Sandy arrives at his office. I told Aaron, because we watched part of this episode together. Yes. I told her, you would have to go over the scene, because I have a basic idea of what's happened in the scene. I was mostly focused on the fact 
that Sunny has a photo of Kirsten on his desk in which she is not smiling nor looking at the camera. It looks like a surveillance photo of her. <laughs> it looks like the photo you take of like a drug dealer across the street when you're in a van, and it's like, this is Sergei Borakov. <laughs> he has sold two million pounds of cocaine in Serbia. <laughs> So I didn't notice that. <laughs> I noticed it immediately, and it took me for the rest of the scene. Well, luckily, I can summarize this scene quickly. Sandy's sexy lawyer friend tricks him into legally fighting his wife. Right. You know, and I did hear some of those things. Oh, no, that's up. that's what the entire scene's about. Well, because at one moment, like, he says, like, this is a conflict of interest. And she's like, they waive the conflict of interest because they want you that badly. And I'm like, they're dumb. That is definitely not how that works. And they're so dumb. <laughs> So, Why would you do that? I mean, he's really good. His wife's in charge of this thing, but he's really good. You don't think a nice guy like that might... Nah. No, nah. no. Don't worry. I think I think this is fine. So the gist is, when I say she tricks him, is Sandy loves wetlands and animals. Oh, nature. He loves in, the environment. endangered plants. So he thinks he should protect the wetlands. Surprise! It's his wife's company that's going to destroy okay, now, the wetlands. Now, now let's be clear. It's... Her, it's her dad. No, no, nay, nay. They are building condos. Yeah, which means it's her because she does the residential. The spaces. reason that I'm saying dad is because they keep referring it to as that. So I feel like the 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 like how it's set up is that she's well, she's in charge of the residential. Yeah, the lawsuit won't go directly to her. It no. goes to the company. I mean, the lawsuit will always go to the company. However, yeah. they're playing it as like, no, you're not fighting Kirsten. You're fighting her dad. You already hate her dad. But like, Kirsten is in charge of residential properties. Yeah, and yeah, and, I, and to be fair, Sandy realizes that immediately. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I mean, you're just you're, you. He's like, this sounds bad. <laughs> Stop. And Rachel's like, maybe not. And he's like, oh, I do love nature. <laughs> I love nature so much. This is tough. This <laughs> I'll is think, tough. I'll think about it. Um, so, Holly gossips some more about Marissa. Hey, is it just me or is Holly a shapeshifter? Because she looks different in this scene than she did the earlier scene. Okay, so I'm not sure that it's Holly, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's Holly. It has to be Holly. Like, why do they do that focus? They they cannot have another blonde girl in this scene. <laughs> no, we can't. We can't. We can't focus blonde. on this. You don't give us good shots of Holly to begin with. We don't know who she is. <laughs> she was played by a different actress in the first episode. We think. We So, I don't know if they just changed actresses in the middle of the episode again. I thought, like, is that Holly? again she's different maybe it's <laughs> twins who are playing holly but they're fraternal twins <laughs> and the crew never checked up on that hey th- good news we got twins to play this character cool just like <laughs> just like when children are on tv shows i guess that's the same thing <laughs> bad news they're fraternal twins i didn't listen to that part you you know that means they don't look the same right no one will notice they're blonde <laughs> they're blonde so Holly is gossiping about Marissa overdosed, and I'm just like, Marissa, it's been established that you are the queen of the school. You rule the school. Why are you not turning around and going and telling everyone about how Holly seduced your boyfriend? Like, why are you not turning the story around? No, unfortunately, Aaron, you're assuming this is 2017, and it's not. It is the terrible, terrible times of the early 2000s, back when, it, when if someone cheats on you, it's your fault for not either being a good enough man or a good enough woman. But Kevin, this is when I went to high school. This is how I crusaded through the schools, being like, no, people are treating you unfairly. I will treat you fairly. Aaron, Look at how cool I am. This is the OC. I will be friends with you. No one treats anyone fairly. Guys, if I was in the OC, I'd be like, mm, 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 Holly, what did you do? And you would be eaten alive. No, then she would be hit in the face with cotton candy. Yeah, Sure, yeah, that, that, that's what's going to happen. Also, during this scene, everyone has study hall, but they're different study halls. Yeah, they all have study hall at the same time. Hey, Luke definitely killed someone in Mexico, right? Yes. <laughs> like, that's definitely what happened. That's why it took him so long to get back, and that's why he's acting so weird. He murders in that bar fight, he murdered someone. When he punched him, he punched him too hard, yeah, and, he... like, his nose went up through his sinus cavities into his brain. Yeah, he did that thing. He did that yeah. thing, you see. Yeah, yeah. So that's what Luke's dealing with. Yep. Meanwhile, Marissa can't quit the social committee because... <laughs> University? And this is exactly the same scene as in Riverdale when we- Mr. Weatherby said Betty couldn't <laughs> stop planning that other party. This is a thing. It's true. Apparently in the U.S., once you agree to plan a party, you can't back out of that. <laughs> you have to plan that party. There is no – hey, if your parents die, no one cares. 
No one cares what you've been through. If you almost die, no one cares. You agree to plan that party. You're going to plan that party. There is no such thing as delegation. <laughs> you you agreed. You do it. So my question is... I lost both my arms. You do it. How is Marissa social director of the school? So she's a senior or maybe a junior. This is at least not her first year. had this position for two years. Which... Makes her a scene? No. What? what? High school has four years in the U.S. I, it it, dep- it depends where you are in Canada. Yep. So I what, don't. Uh, so four years. She's been in for two years. So Assumably, she she started when she was a freshman. So she's in grade eleven. She's a junior. Guess so. How did she get this position as a freshman? What is wrong with the school? I, the only thing that I can assume is that this would happen. Is that it was bestowed upon her upon the death of the earlier one. And it was someone who she knew. It's much like kingship in that way. Perfect. All right. God has decided you are the pl- the social planner. <laughs> That's why she can't leave it, Aaron. Until she dies. Until she dies. But almost dying, not enough. No. Okay, no. so next scene. Ryan harasses Seth about not telling him about summer reading. But my Ryan question was in is, school. Why didn't the school tell him about summer reading? The dean should have told him that. You have to read all these books before you start on Monday. <laughs> yeah, you have to Yeah, I know that you weren't here, but you still have to read all these books in three days. This is nonsense. This feeling like this is something that you would get like like they would be understanding. Kevin, this is like when you transfer to a new school halfway through grade eight. Yeah. And your social studies teacher did not tell you. That um, the home – no, it was a test. Yeah. And you were not there when they learned the states in the U.S. And he told you at the end of that unit, you had to take the entire test. And he would not just grade you on the part of the test that you were there for. He would grade you on the entire test. So you, a new student who moved halfway through the semester, had to find a friend to give you all of their notes about the states and capitals in the U.S. That is highly inappropriate. That is not how an educator works. Their goal is to make you succeed and give you the tools. Should they not have given you a map? Yes, they should have. But they did it wrong. Also, why did we have to know that? I, I why, also, did, why, did, why did me, as a young Canadian boy, have to know all 51 states and their capitals? Is there 52? What? Is there 52 states? I think there's only 50. Oh, shit. <laughs> I think the reason I keep on saying 51 is because people always refer to things as the, the 51st. 51st state. It was like Puerto Rico or Guam or something like that. Because America has it's, – it's 50. It's, it's an even 50. It's 50. Yeah, because picture the map, or not the map, the flag. <laughs> yeah, they have 50 stars. Yeah. And that's, that's why people say 51, because they're like, could this be the 51st state? They do the same thing in Canada, like, could this be the next province? And I'm like, probably not. Guys, there are 10 provinces and three territories. Why do we have to know the 50 states of America and their capitals? I don't know. I had to know that in grade 8 as it's well. It's like they were preparing us for some sort of citizenship test. They're Wait. like, someday you might want to go to the U.S. Guys... In the late 1990s, early 2000s, they thought maybe we were all going to become American. There, there are people in America who don't know that. Hey, Americans, tweet us up. Can you name all of our st- provinces slash territories? Do not Google it. Yeah, you're on the internet, but don't use it. And you know who sometimes forgets all the provinces' territories? Seriously? Our prime minister. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, he forgot all about it. He got real nervous. That was funny. That was the funniest <laughs> thing ever. I love that so much. He got so impassioned. He just completely forgot a province. Alberta <laughs> is the province we live in. It's Everyone's... the one. It's the only one that he didn't say. Everyone's really mad. Oh, because... yeah. There are, be- there are people who are, f- who are furious because they're like, oh, he's slighted against us. And I'm like, he forgot. Our prime minister is, like, very liberal. Yeah. In Canada, we have two parties, liberal and, conser- and conservative. What? <laughs> liberal and conservative. Did you say we have two parties? Okay, we have more parties than that, but we have two main parties that are way easier to understand than a Democrat and Republican. And I put NDP as like at least a, a secondary party. Okay, yeah, NDP is also a main contender now, but like the conservatives and the liberals are like bam, bam, bam. Also, they're not called the conservatives; they're the pres- progressive conservatives. Yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Okay, anyway, our province, though we have an NDP government, is like pretty conservative. Yeah. And, like, they are – they're kind of like the Texas of Canada. So the fact that our very liberal, cool drama teacher, prime minister, forgot the name of Alberta. In, in his Canada 150 speech. 
pretty bad. Yeah, people though though the mayor of Calgary was like, yeah, people forget things sometimes. <laughs> I forget a, to say things all the time. It was a live speech. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, that's what's going on in Canada right now. Um, sometimes schools don't tell you the things you need to know to succeed in the school is the point of that rant. Also, Ryan is lonely. He has no friends at the school and is sad when other people kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Because they rescheduled the date for instead of that night to the carnival. Ryan is scared of heights on the Ferris wheel, which Marissa's brought up. And then he looks around and is visibly <laughs> pained when he watches other people be happy. Ryan's got which, some... Which is weird, because he just planned a date. So, Aaron. Yeah, Kevin? What are you drinking tonight? Oh my god, you guys. It's so hot. I'm just drinking some rosé. It's too hot for anything else. It's too hot for anything else. I went to the liquor store. The rosé was already cold. It was, like, right in front of me. It was $12. This girl who was in line behind me was drinking all this Boone's Farm. She wasn't drinking it. She was buying it, but she was going to drink it. There was sweat in your eyes. <laughs> it was just too much. You're miserable. I Got also, yourself some rosé. I also took a really good picture of the store that's next to the liquor store in Kevin's neighborhood, which is like a pizza slash curry slash gyro slash donaire slash it's, Aaron, it's just great canadian pizza and the chicken hut but i took a picture Tandori of the outside and there's so many names on the door it's like look at all these things we do yeah so you, you can get you can get a very very large pizza from there you can get yourself some shawarma you can get yourself all other sorts of indian food it's a, it's a strange place. <laughs> it's a strange place. I didn't buy anything because I knew I was coming here and I was going to get to eat a burger. <laughs> you can get yourself the greasiest cheese bread that has ever been made, which is it's essentially just pizza without the sauce. That's how much cheese there's on it. Guys. Hey, that... if you're, hey, if you're ever in the area, I will not tell you where I live, but if you go to a place and you find that there is a liquor store and a great Canadian pizza. You'll know. You'll know. I am putting a picture of the Great Canadian Pizza on our Instagram. Yeah, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. I'm somewhere in that area. It's so hot, guys. Kevin, do you want some rosé? No. No. I mean, I'm tempted, but I have other things. Also, the rosé is on the counter, so it might not be cold anymore. <laughs> All right. So, what we actually figured out, probably what Ryan was thinking there, um, was that he sort of wants a thing. He wants to fit in. Yeah. Well, it's like... You know, Summer has, you know, her stuff and... Seth, oh, we forgot to mention, Seth joins the school paper because Anna... Oh, right, yeah, that, that just gets flies underneath the radar. Yeah, Seth has some limericks he wants to share, or haikus, or I don't know. I, don't know. I, I didn't something. really pay attention. But everyone has a thing in the school, and Ryan wants to fit into the school. Because he can't share his crime fighting. No. No, no one can know. So, they, they bring up archery and fencing, and he's yeah. like, I already know how to do those. He's like... Uh, the, People will know I'm the OC. They'll recognize my my steez, because, my because style. Because I specifically am an archer and a fencer. <laughs> I'm like the green. We're we're bringing up more about the OC. He's he's like the Green Arrow. Yeah, he can both do his, both archery and he can fence. But is he more like the Seth Rogen Green Arrow or the TV? That's one? the Green Hornet. There's too many green guys. There's also the Green Lantern. Yep, green's a color, Aaron. I can't track all these superheroes. Yep, no, Green Hornet was Seth Rogen. Green Lantern was Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Green Arrow is Is a TV Arrow. show. Yes, and he's an archer. Great. Is yeah. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Think of Hawkeye. Just think of Hawkeye. Because he looks a lot like Hawkeye. Maybe he grows up to be Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Okay. So he's Hawkeye because I guess that's your point of reference. But then they bring up soccer. And he's like, oh, I can do soccer. He did play soccer. Can I just point out this weird, like, lemon-lime centerpiece that's in their kitchen? Nah, nah, we're going to ignore that. Okay. It certainly is weird, but we're not going to talk about it, just like they don't. Ryan's doing soccer. <laughs> so then I wonder, like, Marissa and Jimmy Cooper have a really awkward, stilted scene where yeah. I'm like, do they know each other? It's so uncomfortable. Have they Mar ever met? Marissa is wearing, <laughs> Marissa is dressed, and she's, like, cleaning? Because she and sleeps on a couch. And Jimmy is standing behind her about six feet back. 
<laughs> eating cereal in wearing his, his pajamas. Yep. In his and his pajamas are like the button pajamas. Like oh he, yeah, they are like fancy man pajamas. Yeah, and he's just eating cereal. Cereal that looks like mac and cheese. There's something about someone standing up and eating cereal yes. that is so weird and funny. It's so unsettling. Cereal is a sitting down food, and guys. And she never looks at him. And cereal is not even a couch food. Like, cereal, table food. But, but uh, apparently, it gives him some sort of, like, confidence because Luke is there. Okay, I just want to point something out before we get into oh, that. Yeah. The doorbell rings. Yeah. Jimmy says, ha-ha. We're getting a real phone line installed. And yeah. I'm like, hey, TV show. Uh, Julie Cooper definitely called Jimmy on his house phone in the last episode. Yeah, that's probably yeah, that was a house phone. Yeah. So Aaron, move on. Moving forward. Luke's there. Luke is there, as and he always is in this episode. Jimmy Cooper has all the confidence and all of the cool. Yeah, he's like, I'm here in my pajamas, eating some cereal in front of this teen boy with a very strong jaw. And he wants to talk to my daughter. Who he cheated on. And I'm a dad. Time and I G- say, no. Time for Jimmy to be Jimmy. Jimmy's going to be a dad. I'm going to protect my little girl. I'm going to say, no, she doesn't want to talk to you. <laughs> Luke tries to bond over <laughs> over being terrible. And I'm going to be like, Luke, you're a child. Don't say that-ish. And then he bites he his eats cereal, cereal. And away he goes. <laughs> Jimmy, Luke, Luke cannot talk to you. Cannot talk to Marissa. <laughs> Pl- pulling his Julie tricks did not work against Jimmy. No. Well, I mean, that's the only reason I think Luke was able to get in to talk to Marissa at any point. is because Julie's like, yes, look at this handsome young man. You should come into my home. <laughs> yes, come into my home. Tell me about everything. Nay, nay. Nay, nay. Uh, so Ryan tells Marissa that he's going to play soccer. Um, which, hold on. This thing goes like, oh, man, that's great. That way we both get off at five. I'm like, what's the concern, really, that he would have to wait around for you? I mean, he could go home. You know where he lives. Or he could just sit there. Or he could wait. Or he could study. He's already behind. <laughs> like, I like the idea. Like, that way we both get off at five. I'm like, okay. All right. I guess that's the concern. Sure. Sure. Um, but that means they get to have a date. Yes. That's great. Um, there's, like, a very short scene that we don't really need to delve into, but, like, Anna and Summer are both in study hall? Well, Anna's in study hall, Seth comes in, Summer's Summer comes also in. there, and Summer and Anna just give each other the best stink eye throughout this entire scene. Well, because Seth is terrible at understanding the plan to seduce Summer, <laughs> because Anna is still, like... We're playing her cold right she, now. She's still godmothering, like, yep. trying to godmother him. Um, and Seth is, like, essentially throwing himself at Summer. And Anna thinks that's wrong. Also, there's a funny little bit where there's, like, um, Anna sailed to Tahiti. And Summer's problem with that is, like, you could have been faster if you were in a plane. <laughs> that's not the fastest way to get anywhere. If you got in a rocket car, you could get there so fast. What if you slung yourself out of a slingshot? So, guys, I love it when Sandy says, aw, honey. He says it to Kirsten all this time, and I just think it's, like, it's a really cute little insight to their relationship. However, this scene is not cute. Kirsten comes storming in because she finds out what's going on with uh, Sandy at his work. Sandy didn't want to tell her, but of course she found out because they printed it on the front page. No, no, this is not the front page scene. This is when she has to sign the deposition. Right, and figures it out. And then she's like, I have to go keep this from my dad. And I'm like... Kirsten, literally like seven minutes ago in this episode, you were like, hey, I have to go to work early because my dad called a meeting. Something big and dangerous is going on. And, uh, Kirsten, your dad already knows. And, uh, and also, what, when, when, is, when is your plan he's going to find out? When they walk into the trial and there's Sandy there like, hello? I mean, I feel like, because Sandy has not officially decided he's taking the trial. And I think as soon as he officially decided, he would have told her. Yeah. Because that's how Sandy Cohen works. Yeah. He's honest most of the time. Well, Ryan heads off to play soccer. And, of course, the trend of the episode continues. Ryan wants Luke's position. Well, no. Luke is there, too, Aaron. 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 Luke is there, too. Luke is there, too. Which, Luke is always there too, Aaron. Is this water polo season? No, Aaron. It it's soccer be. season. 
Aaron, they need to get Luke and Ryan in conflict, which means Luke is going to keep playing soccer. He's going to keep playing soccer, Aaron. But when is it water polo season? It's when, when, when plot demands that there's water polo, there's water polo. But right now we play soccer, and we know that's going to continue on indefinitely. So Luke We're going to keep on seeing Luke play soccer, Aaron. So Luke is the captain of the soccer team. And the striker. And that's the position that Ryan plays. Well, he Shocking. Wants, he wants to play striker, yeah. Well, he's played striker before. Yeah. He's trying out for striker. I mean, to be fair, they also did swap bodies. Well, that's why he wants to play striker. <laughs> because he, because he's like, can anyone know I'm not Luke? But I also want to be Luke. So there's I'll Luke. just soccer. <laughs> I used to play soccer <laughs> when I was Luke. <laughs> when I was Luke a week ago. <laughs> All right. So after this um, practice, Luke is very, very sweaty. Yeah, he plays some sweaty soccer. And he goes to talk to Marissa. Yeah, he's like, damn, Dr. Marissa, well, I'm all sweaty. Ryan... Is not sweaty. Ryan is not sweaty. Because he changed. <laughs> and he shows up Because he dealt later. with himself. And when he arrives. Aaron, like a minute later, there is not a long period. That's, between. that's all the time it takes. <laughs> For him to be not sweaty. That's all the time. Well, I assume Luke had to like walk around the school a lot being like, I don't know where social committee meets. I was going to look in meeting rooms. <laughs> he, he just went to, a, and it's also, as we know, it's Hogwarts. Exactly. So he's just going through moving, uh, like moving stairs, talking to portraits. And they're like, if turn left you'll find your truth and he's like there's nothing to the left what do i do if you turn around your left will be different i am a wizard painting oh so i'm turning right great i hate this school so while luke's doing all of that ryan is like showering <laughs> changing it. blow drying his hair not sweaty it's i mean it's either that or luke sweated himself up for marissa it's like she likes she likes boy fight clubs she likes it when i'm aggressive time for me to be sweaty and crying luke so luke is trying to cry and apologize and sweat yeah and ryan shows up just late enough for his date with marissa that he sees the crying and sweating, and then he sees Luke touch her hand, and that means everything to Ryan. Yes, this is clearly the clearly what Ryan thinks is happening is happening. Not this. This is clearly them getting back together, not them breaking up permanently. And like the fact that Marissa, when he touches her hand, like cringes away, that means nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is yeah. yeah. This is yeah. an episode of people overreacting because then Kiki finds out about the um, yeah. This is where the, where the, the, the newspaper ca- comes. The in. case hits the front page, and she is outraged. She's like, "I thought we were going to deal with this. I thought my father wouldn't know." And I'm like, "Um." <laughs> and Sadie's also like, "I had no idea this was happening." He's like, "I was surfing. <laughs> I, See how I'm damp." I like how most of this episode is literally Sandy doing nothing and things escalating. And being like, why? Sandy has why? done the bare minimum of anything. Like, he didn't even take the job. He just like, I know. I'm going to see what happens. And then things just get worse. It's just happening around worse. him. And he's like, oh, God. He's like, I maybe uh, need to make a choice. Oh, no. Um, uh, but so- Seth is uh, Ryan's psychic and his confidant. We learned that Seth has a morning ritual. Oh, he's trying to have a morning ritual. Which is coffee, bagel, and arts and leisure section of the newspaper. Yeah. This is where we learn what Ryan is thinking. And Seth gives Ryan some really good advice. Yeah. Which is like, hey, dude, stop being a crazy. Talk to the girl. And Ryan's like, that'll never work. Because Ryan knows the truth that Summer is concurrently giving Marissa some awful advice. <laughs> which is... Lie to the boy. No matter what he says, you lie. Yeah. He he should not know. Don't let him know. Don't let him know you broke up with your ex-boyfriend. Never tell him that you broke up with your ex-boyfriend. That would be a crazy fact the for fact him to know. The fact that Marissa is worried about this is weird. Like, I feel like she should have been like, I officially broke up with Luke now. And then someone was like, you cannot tell Ryan. And like, why? Okay. So what happened at the end of the scene we mentioned before is Ryan left because he saw them getting back together. Yes, and well, because okay, I guess it's, he he didn't show up, so that's yeah. why Marissa's like, and he so, didn't show up. Yeah, Marissa's like, I tried to call him, but um, okay, Summer, this is bad advice. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 most infuriating because this is a harmless conversation. Marissa and Ryan have had more sexually charged conversations while she was dating Luke. 
And Luke, yeah. I don't think he ever punched Ryan for that reason. No, he punched Ryan for a lot of reasons, but never like, hey, you're hitting on my girl. Yeah, he he punched her because he insulted him. Yeah. He punched, he punched, he punches, he has punched Ryan. He, he loves punch. He punched Ryan once because he was a drunk dick. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think he's ever punched him because he was talking to Marissa. And they have had sexually charged conversations. This was a yeah. sad charged conversation. So sad. So Marissa's going to come to his soccer game to this afternoon. I mean, we should talk about how she lies to him and he sleepy eyes her. Oh, yeah. So he's because he knows. He knows it happened. Yeah. He keeps asking her questions. She's like, nothing. I mean, when you abandoned me, I just went home. I didn't do anything. My meeting went late. I didn't do anything last night. And then she, then he gives her a good five-second sleepy eye. And then she's like, I'm going to come to your soccer practice. And, <laughs> and then he like, gives her a 30-second sleepy eye. <laughs> then we learn that apparently Anna, Summer, and Seth are in literally every class together. Oh, right. We're in a different scene. Yes. Uh, Anna oh, yeah, because con- that, that was the end. It was yeah. him sleepy-eyeing out. Anna, <laughs> he falls asleep. Anna continues the fairy godmother Seth, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, That's enough of that. Yeah, yeah. That 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 continues on as you would expect. Although I do love Summer's purse. She has like a big purse with an S embroidered on it, yeah. which is super. Like when I was that age in that time, I had a tiny black purse with an E, a pink E embroidered on it. Ah, oh, two thousand and three. I have a question about this scene where Sandy talks to Rachel. Oh yeah, is Sandy extra damp in the scene, or is it just me? He was upset because of his conversation with Kirsten, so he did double surfing. <laughs> Which is what, and he doesn't ever dry his hair, so it's just so damp. The air will take care of it. And I say what I enjoy, what I actually really enjoy with the Rachel character is that it's like she's the worst homewrecker ever because she's like very hourly flirting with him, and Sandy just like, oh, whatever. And she like will not make an actual move. She's just gonna <laughs> flirt. The most. And then like, and neither him nor Kirsten are actually worried about Rachel. No. <laughs> She's like this puppy dog. It's like running around <laughs> and, like, and being like, hey, Sandy, yeah. Sandy, I love surfing Jewish guys. Your eyebrows. It's, and Sandy's just like, anyway. Moving I got on. real problems to deal with Rachel. My wife, Rachel. My wife. Um, so Ryan gets like a real aggro during soccer practice. Because he sees Marissa talking to Luke. Luke with a shirt tucked into his shorts. Oh my god. Everybody has their shirt tucked into their shorts. Yes. Except, except for, for Ryan. Ryan. Because he's a rebel. I wanted to see the scene before that where the coach is like, Look, when you play soccer, you got to make sure that you keep your eye on the ball. Your head in the game and your shirt tucked into your shorts. Ryan missed that meeting. He wasn't on the team yet. And he's just like... But I look so much cooler like this. No, no. I want them all tucked all the way in. I want it. I want you. I want it. I want that shirt inside the underpants. Well, guys, I'm from Chino. We don't tuck our shirts in in Chino. We're especially cool. not into our gym shorts. <laughs> okay, so Ryan. Okay, we, we talked to our brother who does sports. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and asked him about this. He thought it's, for a it's, long, long That's not long normal, moment. right? <laughs> like, tucking your shirt into your gym shorts is not normal, right? I mean, I will say he thought for, like, mm, I want to say, like, two minutes. I, I, I and then only, he said, no. Here's the weird thing. I think I only see it on TV because I know when I watch, like, um, anime, when, I mean, they have, they have their gym uniforms. I think things are always tucked in. It's, just, it's like something I just see on TV. I feel like girls will sometimes tuck their gym right, shirts so into their I shorts. Oh my god, Brian's coming in, guys. Hi, Brian, tell us about shorts and shirts. Okay. Come into a microphone. the microphone, you monster. <laughs> All right, so I actually did go back and look up uh, Jesus. pictures of my me and rugby. Oh, god. And, oh, man. Yeah, okay, so it seems like it was up to your own discretion because there was a bunch of guys with I mean, yeah, they're not going to stop you. Yeah, but there was a bunch of guys with a shirt tucked into their shorts and then some of us without it but that could also have been someone grabbed us and pulled it out of our shorts but to what end but also that's ru- that's rugby where they grab you by the shorts and pull you into the air what yes. about soccer what about gym class gym class you do whatever the hell you want because you don't have a uniform no you i understand. do have a uniform in gym class i understand class. that it's weird that they all did it thanks for doing research on thanks for going beautiful mind on that brian i can see your wall full of strings and pushpins pictures of himself playing rugby <laughs> through the years guys you mean facebook facebook it's yes. a beautiful mind wall 
Uh, so yeah, no. Ryan. Uh, Ryan Ryan's takes, upset. Ryan takes Luke out, and so I presume at this moment their body, they switch back. Yeah, this is the moment. Yeah, yeah. They they body swap back, and now Ryan has to deal with the repercussions of Luke's actions in his body. But Luke is just happy because he's back in his own body. Yes. Yeah. Um. Uh, <laughs> so there's a cute scene where no one wants to talk to Seth at dinner. Yeah, yeah. They're having Chinese takeout and just everybody's mad or sad or something. And Seth's just trying. Okay, I'm gonna. I I need to make a complete. I need to make something honest here. So this next scene has Marissa going to see Ryan. Yeah, I'm like, well, it's because she's his neighbor and he lives in a glass house. I'm like, she doesn't I live know. there anymore. She doesn't live there anymore. She <laughs> just walked. I assume across Newport because I assume the apartment's far away. Yeah, someone had to, someone had to drive her home. Although Marissa has a car that one night. Yeah, so she drove to his house. And I'm not assuming she went through the house. I'm assuming she walked around. Oh, no, she this. walked around the house. She to snuck that past house. where Julie Cooper's in, like the Eye of Sauron. And she was like, Julie can't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, she had to sneak like she was a hobbit. Yeah, just watch that scene from Return of the King. And that's this moment. That's what happened with the Marissa one where they're all like going Cooper. down the hill and they have to hide under the capes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, so they have a fight. I yeah. We could recap it, but essentially Marissa's like, I didn't lie to you. And Ryan's like, you did, and I can't handle liars. And Marissa's like, but I also have issues. <laughs> and then, then, then Ryan's like, I was inside Luke's body for so long. You didn't notice. Marissa's like, I can't handle this. So she leaves. So she leaves. Um, and then we learn that Ryan, like, really needs a lock on his door. Because when he wakes up the next morning, Sandy Cohen's just like... Hanging out, drinking some coffee in his pool house. Man, Ryan really only cared about school because of Marissa, huh? Oh, yeah. Now he's done with school. Now he's like, maybe I shouldn't go to school. Like, you tried really hard. Well, I mean, you tried moderately hard. Yeah, you did a thing. Yeah. So Sandy gives him a good speech, but it's not the right speech. The speech should have been, Ryan, just because the girl you like, you're upset at, doesn't mean you shouldn't go to school. Do it at school? Other girls. Yeah. There will either be other girls or... She'll like you in the future, and you should do the thing where you look really hot every day and, like, put yourself in her presence. Give him those sleepy eyes. You know she loves those sleepy eyes and be sweaty. But the actual speech he gives is like, hey, stop effing up or they'll take you away from us. And yeah. Ryan's like, oh, shoot. And now it's Ryan's turn to try to talk to Marissa, but now she doesn't want to hear it. Summer is once again running, running interference like a bodyguard. Yeah, yeah. So that evening, we learned that Sandy and Kiki, who have been fighting all episode, just needed some time to be grown-ups. They just need some time to come to terms with their problems. Is this the first time we've ever seen Kirsten or Sandy use the pool? Yes. Also, Sandy is dressed as better in this scene than he is in any other scene. Although his suit, it does not fit. No, I mean, no, Those pant legs, they are way too big. Aaron, he's still sloppy. He's still Mr. Sloppy Lawyer. I like Kiki. Take your husband out to buy some nice The suits. sloppiest of all lawyers. The sloppiest lawyer. But yeah, they talk. She's in the pool. She has a glass of wine that she does not touch. He has some flowers. And he's like, I'm going to take the job, but don't worry. It's going to be weird. And she's like, I know. I came to terms with it today, buddy. And then she's <laughs> like, I guess I love you because you got morals. And he's like, I do have morals. I'm glad that's how it ended. It didn't end with him doing something weird like... No, I can't do I this. I cannot take this job. <sighs> it was like, no, I'm going to take the job, and we're just going to deal with it because we're adults. Yep. And they do. And then they almost, almost sex in the pool, but then all their phones ring. Yeah. That's a callback. Yeah. So it's carnival party time, and me and Aaron had a... Uh... <gasps> oh, my God! Oh, boy. Wow. We, 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 we fly in. We, we come roaring into this scene with Anna. Where... What is she wearing? Anna is, Anna has layered everything in her closet because she is okay. So she is either she is either wearing a shirt that is black on the top and the arms, pink in the middle and black on the bottom, or she's doing what I think she's doing, where she's wearing a long sleeve shirt with a tube top over the shirt. I'm nodding at Kevin a lot because that's accurate. Yeah, I had that tube top. But I had it in red, and I wore it for a dance competition when I was 13. We made, like, weird little suspenders on it. Then she's wearing, like, 
Man, it's it's not. There's I, like this weird gap between her shirt and her skirt waistband. And it's not even. It's not a cute midriff gap. It's just like a flesh. It's like she's window. too tall for the clothes, and they couldn't bother to get her something that fits. It's like she just grew into her clothes. This, she's, you know, what she is a gorgeous girl with an adorable figure because she is so cute in like all of the other the, scenes. She's much cuter this summer. I would I would go Anna. So cute, like. Her body is banging in, like, all the other scenes and in the cotillion and in everything. And this outfit, it makes her look like she's, like, crazy sway-backed and has, like, like her back makes, like, a reverse C. And I know we should focus on this too long, but she also, like, she's wearing a skirt, but I'm tempted to call it a kilt. It's like a utila kilt. Yeah, it is like a utila kilt. It's, and like, then- it's like, like a heavy cloth. And then she's wearing, like, four leg warmers. She's from Seattle, though, right? Sure. Maybe this makes sense. Maybe this is how Seattle does. Erin, she has layer, layered leg warmers. I mean, I like leg warmers. Yeah, but do you layer them like a shirt? No, I just wear them over leggings. In case, you know, you got yourself some really cold calves. Guys, it's California. It's not great. It's not great. I, I am not that into clothing. But um, this is not great This clothing. is enough for me to go, ho. Oh. So Anna and Seth, like, have some flirting. He goes off to get a prize. Ryan Ferry God's mother's Anna because she has feels. Yeah, he sleepy eyes the truth out of her. By extension repeating what she says. With his sleepy eyes. And then Which I don't like, know. He's like, I don't know if Anna's ever said that to him. <laughs> <laughs> but right. he, know, he knows because he, he's the OC. He knows what she said because he's the OC. He's oh. got his spy devices everywhere. Also because Seth has definitely said it so many times. He's repeated it. Anna says... That girls like guys who – to be chased by guys who don't – Anna Anna said that <laughs> girls like – Seth, I think I know what you're saying, but you're saying it in a dumb way. Okay. So what was said, because Kevin can't get there, oh, is bit. girls want guys to chase them who aren't interested in them. And Ryan says the exact same thing to Anna, and she's With like – With the pronoun switched. Oh, uh, shoot. So there's, like, a bunch of things happening. But let's just, like, finish the Seth and Anna storyline, and then we'll get back to the other ones. Yeah. So essentially, Anna gets the advice. She kisses Seth. Seth thinks it's a part of the goof. Anna gets friend-zoned. And then he gives Anna... a sock monkey. A sock monkey. And then he runs off with Summer. And Summer is all into it, because she saw that kiss, and she wants what she cannot have. (laughs) Yeah, it says, like, Anna Anna straight kisses Seth, and Seth's like... It says, sees Summer's like, he's part of the plan. And Anna's like, like, oh, God. Yeah. I need to get out of this situation. All right. I'm going to like a different boy. You were literally the first boy I met, met at the school, but like, I think there's other ones I could like. I mean, you can see him all over the place. That one with a, with a strong jaw looks sweaty and sad, so maybe not him. But like, maybe he's got a friend. <laughs> maybe, maybe he has a friend who's not, who's not sweaty and sad. So meanwhile... Ryan is like, I gotta, like, go for my dreams. Yeah, he sees Marissa and Summer, and they're headed to the Ferris wheel. So he runs up. He taps Summer on the shoulder, and Wait. he's like... Oh, no, first he runs Luke, into Luke. That's Luke, right. Luke is there, too. And it's the end of the episode, Aaron, so I Luke wasn't lying. Luke is always there. Luke doesn't even have any lines in this <laughs> part. <laughs> Most of the scenes where he appears, he doesn't. He, he just he, looks. There's so many times that someone's walking, and they're like, <laughs> look up, and there's Luke. Or they open the door, and there's Luke. Or, they're, or like they come around the corner, and there's Luke. So Ryan runs towards Luke. No, he was towards Marissa, but now, Luke's there. Hang on. Now, to be clear, that is because Ryan was in Luke's body earlier, so he was doing the whole OC thing. That's right. And this one is him residually having some of that OC-like power, <gasps> so he, he pops in. And Luke's, Ryan's like, Luke Ryan. Yeah. Not to be confused with Ryan Luke. Luke Ryan's yeah. like, I'm sorry? And then Luke, Luke Luke, looks over his shoulder, sees Marissa, and then doesn't say anything. So Ryan Ryan runs past him. It's like the third time that Luke has been like, yeah, I guess. I guess you can go for her. I guess you can go for her. They're just like taking turns. <laughs> like Ryan goes for her. He fails. And Luke's like, it's Luke's time to shine. Look, we're only nine episodes in. We got to go back and forth a few more times. So Ryan runs up. He taps Summer on the shoulder. He gets on that Ferris wheel with Marissa. There is hijinks where it stops. Well, Anna, obviously. Fa- Anna, fairy godmother's Ryan. 
she pays that carny 10 bucks to stop the ferris wheel which does (laughs) not seem like enough money be damned all the other people on the ferris wheel nope marissa and ryan they need to be at the top so they can talk through their problems and honestly like the like it's i understand it's supposed to be a very dramatic scene but most of them just being like hey we're both kind of jerks Maybe we should have been better. But I like you, and I like you too. And so then they kiss. Then they kiss on a Ferris wheel. Finally. Finally. Unfortunately, it's the ninth episode of the first season. And there is four seasons in total to go. And we all know that those are just, you know, three and a half seasons of just them being a couple. That is how TV shows work. There's definitely no drama involved. Nope. The most drama. But speaking of drama, Aaron. Yeah, Kevin. Did you find yourself a CW moment this episode? Um, I did. And there were like a couple of good ones. For those of you who are new to our show, the CW moment is the moment where drama overrides like logic or storytelling. And my CW moment is a small part of a greater CW moment. And the small part that I have chosen is when Marissa steps out of the office after Luke poured his heart out to her and cried. And she looks vaguely to the left and the door is just swinging. And she knows that that means that Ryan has run away from her. Except she doesn't know. She's just sort of perturbed by the fact that there was a door moving. (laughs) But her eyes, her eyes are so deep. Except for she doesn't know because later she's like, nah. Maybe I don't need to tell him about Luke. (laughs) Maybe we all just lie to each other. They'll give us good ratings. Yeah, that way I'll keep this job. Yeah. That's the most drama. That's how TV works. And yeah. the least logical story. Hey, Kevin, did you find yourself a CW moment? I did. And it is uh, very, very close to your CW <laughs> moment. Great. Because it is that entire bit. It is, <laughs> it is the bit where Ryan <laughs> looks upon... <laughs> A breakup. Yeah, yeah, a breakup. What is clearly a breakup? Like we Because they're both crying. We see the thing from his perspective. And also he did not see Luke crying. No. He just saw them talking to each other. He just assumed Luke was crying. And he saw Luke awkwardly touch her hand and then her very shortly after that pull her hand away. And then he's like, This is all I need to see, and he leaves. It's a relationship. Like Ryan, you were actually like good for for most of it, Ryan, you are mostly so smart. But unfortunately, he's been in the show for nine episodes, and like it's all infecting him now. Exactly. Because he came from The Wire. Also, at this point, he's like, he's still in Luke's body, and this is Luke seeing it. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. So that explains the overreaction. Aaron, this bit has gone wild. <laughs> we've taken this too far. Yeah, we've taken, Aaron, we've taken this bit too far. We need to abort. We need to abort the bit. <laughs> So, guys, if you like our podcast, if you want to talk some more about a TV show that was on 13 years ago. It was. It was 13 years ago. They mentioned Magic the Gathering in this episode. I play Magic the Gathering now. That's an old game. Yeah. I mean, I knew that, but it's an old game. But, like, it just reinforces it. But to stay in the public consciousness to that level. I know. That's good. Yeah. Um, So, if you want to talk to us about this show, if you want to talk to us because you're an American and you know all of our states and provinces, uh, hit us up. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. You can find us at Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA. You can uh, email us. Email us. Yeah, we should say say the email. It's it's PodcastMOA at gmail.com. So, it's pretty easy. Podcast MOA. Um, you should also, like, interact with us on your podcatcher. The way that people find new podcasts is from five-star ratings. And we do not advertise this podcast, you guys. Like, sometimes we talk to people in real life about it. But it's mostly us being like, oh, my God, you're a person who just watched Riverdale? Please talk to us about Riverdale. We have so many opinions, Claire. <laughs> Claire. Specific person, Claire. Talk to us about this. Claire. Speaking of Riverdale, yeah, I saw a post. I don't know if it's true or not because because you know it's just words on a photo, which does not mean it's true. It's <gasps> just a thing. But maybe season two of Riverdale is going to have twenty two episodes. <gasps> uh, here's the thing: I I personally don't believe that all that much because that is super long, especially for twenty seventeen. 
That's a lot of episodes. That is a long season. I feel like that is just something that... That's a long season for, like, an hour-long drama. Like, there's tons of comedies yeah, yeah. that have 22 episodes, but I feel like TV dramas are, like, Especially Walking Dead, where yeah. it's, like, I mean, 13 to 16 episodes. CW Netflix. Yeah, so. yeah. So, it's just something I saw. It could be true. It could, could be, be cool. no. It could be not. As I said, when I saw it, it was just words on a photograph on Facebook. Which, surprisingly, is not a good uh, source not a of good information. Source? But thought I'd bring it up. Can't quote that. Who Can't knows? put that in a legal document. We'll figure it out when it comes up, but... Maybe Sabrina the Change Witch and some real supernatural elements will be in the next season. <laughs> maybe maybe they'll finally listen to our numerous letters that we sent them, telling them, hey, this is what your show's about. Hey, Archie, he is a robot. For some reason, I don't know why you don't, don't understand that we're telling you what your show is about. We know you wrote it. But we know what's up. Also, these are letters that we're sending you. <laughs> like, physical letters. I understand you can't respond right now, and I expect you to, to reply in letters. <laughs> They're just a Filling up your mailbox. Sincerely, Kevin Weir and Aaron Weir. Remember how we didn't put a return sender address, nor do we have a P.O. box? We still want those letters. Will Anna be in the next episode? How will Sandy and Kristen deal with this case? Will Luke still be there, or will he get lost in the Hogwarts Harbor School? For answers to all this and more, join us next week on Mystery, Outsiders, and Abs. A teen drama fancast? Fancast. Fancast.